Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest, Prophet Zoe Thomas. Okay, you're on the air. Thank you so much. I'm privileged to be here. Okay, great. So, All right. Go ahead, whatever the Lord lay on your heart, whatever you want to ask me, you can ask me. And then from there, you know, we could just, I don't want to take up a lot of that data, you know, that you have. So we have to use that time wisely. All right. All right. Um, nice meeting you, mm -hmm. um, Mr. Emmanuel. Okay. Bobby. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice meeting you. I could tell um, since I came across and we met each other, I have really learned a lot from you in the sense that i have um i have seen one thing about you and that is consistency and you are persistent and this is what god wants from a man um if you look at the life of jesus and the life of people who had made impact in life um one of the things you find about them is consistency and um, persistency and i've seen that in you i've also used that to gauge your heart you really have a pure heart towards this thing. And that is why I am really agreeing to um, align with you in what you have at heart, because I know every great vision starts small. There is nothing big that starts big. Everything that starts... Um, okay, like I said, sorry, let me come again. There is nothing big that starts big. Every big thing starts small. So this is where people miss it. People miss it because they want to join into a vision that has grown already. They don't know that the easiest way to go into a man's heart is to align with the man when he is still small. Because it's easier for a man to accept people when he's still small than when he's big. When the man is big and when the vision is big, he only aligns with people that started with him. So if you want to, if you want to enjoy in a man's wealth and prosperity, be with him in the time of rejection and poverty. Because that is the only time you could um, discern people that are genuine from them that are not genuine. So once more, I really want to appreciate you for having me on your streamline and having you having me talk to you so um um i understand there are a lot of people that are going to join us and there are a lot of people i am zoe like he said and i'm from nigeria and i maybe point out some words so you guys could understand yeah i started by talking about him because i've come to trust him and um i know there are a lot of nigerians and um, i represent nigeria and i represent africa at home so i know there are a lot of you guys that will want to know, and that's why I started by introducing him, to let you know that he is somebody I've trusted over time. So right now, I'm going to start very quickly. Um, maybe I know you, I know your name, so I don't know if you can reintroduce yourself um, to the people, like your name and, um, and um, the vision that God has placed in your heart for the people. So very quickly, you could just do a little introduction. Thank you. All right. Again, my name is Emmanuel Barbie. I am the founder and 
the president of GRACAM, which stands for the Grassroots Community Activist Movements. And um, we just celebrated our 32nd uh, anniversary on November uh, 10th. 32 years I've been pushing this vision and um, I'm grateful for uh, the Lord has given me something positive to do for our people, um, not only um, for just black Americans, but also for my brothers and sisters on the continent. But the Lord wants me to get it um, started here in America, specifically Chicago, because that's where I'm at. Um, and I'm trying to turn Gracam into Gracai, which is the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. That's going to be our physical building and all that stuff. And um, I'm an author. I wrote about that vision in this um, my revised book called The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, second edition. You can find that on Amazon.com. Also, I'm going to provide that link in the comment section below this video podcast. Also, I have a virtual store. I sell um, beach towels, um, shirts such as this one, um, face masks, etc. I sell different things like that. But unfortunately, um, man of God, I have to tell you that I have little to no support for my Christian business that I'm trying to get up and running here in the city of Chicago. And the reason why is because of that Willie Lynch mentality or slave mentality. A lot of black Americans don't want to see me have a successful black business. And that's uh, unfortunate. Again, um, Gakai of Chicago, our mission is to help eradicate urban violence in Chicago through art, culture, commerce, spiritual development, as well as hosting African tours. We're going to visit 10 African nations, starting in um, starting with uh, South Africa, but it will be South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, Uganda, Angolia, Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, and Nigeria. Each African nation that we're going to visit, we're going to set up local chapters there so that way we can do international trade with our brothers and sisters on the continent. So that's what uh, the Lord has called me to do. And I'm calling upon uh, African uh, immigrants that's here uh, within the United States of America from those 10 African nations that I just named to please purchase my story first, purchase my book, read it. If you agree, then work with me. Help me turn my uh, vision into a reality. Also, we're trying to um, turn this book into a film. The name of my film is called Hood Liberator. Made in Chicago, the war against Willie Lynch begins. And that's the uh, that's my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group here in America. Wow. 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 I, I was just quiet listening to a lot of things you're saying because um you you literally have answered every question in my heart. I have some questions here. And I had wanted to ask what the business is all about. But via your conversation, I got to understand some of the things that um, you, are, you already answered some of these things. I, I had a, a list of them. And I have how do you intend to achieve this? And I think you 
you you said a little about it, but I don't know if you can still, for those of the people that are going to be listening and those that will be listening, you know, I, I know you talked about 10 Af um, continent countries you're going to um, reach out to, and this is not an easy tax. I will say something. Every, I'll say something, every tax given to you as a man is never, never easy. Okay, this is how I'm going to rephrase it. God will never give a man a tax that is not bigger than him. Any tax that is given to you that you are bigger than, it is not of God. If you go through the scripture, God will always give man something that is bigger than him. You know why he gives you something bigger than you? So that you will always need him to accomplish that thing. Because to accomplish a thing in life is not by your strength. You know, the Bible said that by strength shall no man prevail. The Bible said to not be by your power, not by your might, but by the spirit of the Lord. So um, I want you to still enlighten us again. How do you intend? Because like I said earlier, this is not an easy thing. But um, how do you intend to achieve this can you can you can you know a lot of people like you said like you said a lot of black americans will not believe in this and that is true you know the bible said that in the book of mark chapter number six it said that jesus could not do mighty things in his hometown like his own people did not believe him so i'm not shocked when you say this when a man is trying to bring out something, look at the life of Moses. Even look at the life of Martin Luther King. Look at the life of these guys that brought history down to America and history that, that brought liberation. They went through hell. You know, in Africa, there's what we, we call when we do like this. That means the person suffered. He went through hell before he could bring out something. And I know you are going to be great because I, I see these things. I see this trait. I see this trait coming down. When you want to be a, a, I was reading about Usain Bolt. He talked about how he ran for how many years just to, for every day, how many years just to be the fastest runner in nine minutes. I tell you the truth. So you, if you want to be somebody like that, you try to do like him. That is why we have mentors. So what I see you doing and what I see you facing and I see the challenges you're facing, it tells me this vision is going to be big because I could, I could deduct from the fact that guys like Martin Luther King, guys like these guys that created impact, if they tell you their own story, it was like this. People never supported them. But um, if you talk about people like um, um, Nelson Mandela, people never supported them from the onset. But when it became big, people came along. But like I said earlier, wise people will support you now that you are starting because this is the easiest way to go into your heart. So, sir, once again, I will ask you, this is a big touch. How a lot of people will want to have itchy ears. Like, how is this guy going to achieve this? So can you enlighten us briefly how you intend to achieve this great work that is set before you? Sure. And also, I want to um, let my listeners understand that this is a Nehemiah assignment. So um, one of the ways that I was going to try to achieve this um, mission was through my revised book, because it takes capital. And right now I'm paying out of pocket since 2010 for this business title. 
So I have the business title, but I don't wow. have a physical building, nor do I have any any employees at this point in time. Wow. So, and I have that virtual store, but again, I can't make people buy the book, nor can I make people um, purchase items from my virtual store. And so this is how come, again, I'm reaching out to African immigrants, you yeah. know, because it was Black Americans that helped fought for them to come over to this country in the first place during the uh, civil rights era. Yeah. So yeah. all I'm asking them to do, because I understand um, on, on one of my uh, podcasts, I would say uh, one of my last podcasts that I did, you know, I talked about, you know, um, trying to unite the African-American community and the African immigrant community. Now, I understand why a lot of uh, African immigrants don't want to fool around with um, Black Americans because they see the negative stereotypes about Black Americans in the uh, media. And a lot of that stuff is true. But over here, what I'm trying to do is I want to make sure I connect with like-minded Black Americans and like-minded Africans. And so that's very important. So that's how come I want them to read my story first so that they'll know this is the foundation of my business. So this is all the stuff I've written in that book. That's what we're going to carry out to the fullest. And God want me to start it here in America to make to make it in terms of for credibility. You know, yeah. those that work with me, they're going to go down. Well, especially those who's going to be part of this film project. They're going to go down in history with me and Sister Renee. That's awesome. Also, awesome. once also, um, man of God, since I got you on here. Like I say, once I'm able to get this Christian business up and running, uh, let's say once we get that film project fully funded and made, that's the main thing right now. That's my focus. Because um, I want my goal is to raise 500,000. I want to raise that because I want to make a quality black empowerment film so that way it can reach the black masses. Because um, as a youth, I, used, I, I was exposed to Pan-Africanism. And, you know, it had some good ideas, but the problem I had with Pan-Africanism, they left God out of it. In this business, we have God connected in this because it's going to be based on, um, I'm going to say, eight main components. That's a social service component, a spiritual component, which is going to be optional for secular people because we're not going to be beating people upside the head, telling them that they have oh, to be safe. Yeah, you're right. We want people right. to serve God, you know freely over here. So we're going to have that yeah. spiritual components. Um, we're going to have a political component. We're going to teach our people to learn the ins and outs about politics. A lot of our people don't know much about politics. And that's unfortunately, and that's what's hurting us here in America, because a lot of um, Black Americans, they're voting against our interests. Um, we're going to have, number four, we're going to have an entrepreneur component. Number five, we're going to have an entertainment component. Number six, we're going to have a black grassroots media component. Number seven, we're going to have a health and wellness component. And number eight, we're going to have a science and technology component. And all of that, um, my brother, this is going to be under one roof. We're going to also have a nonprofit sector part of the business. And in time, we're going to have a um, for-profit um, sector. We're going to get into real estate so that way we can own property. We're going to get into the hotel uh, industry. We want to get into the, uh, I would say, traveling industry and maybe a sports industry. 
We want to create jobs for, let's say, our brothers and sisters that's trapped in American ghettos, starting here in Chicago. And we're going to replicate this business over in, into Africa, just like McDonald's, you know. McDonald's is well known. So that's what we want to do. And we're going to own it. But the only thing what makes this organization different than all these other black organizations that's out here, that this is going to be membership based, my brother. So we're going to screen people because I want to make sure that we separate ourselves from um, hardened criminals, con artists, urban terrorists, degenerates, pedophiles. We don't want, I don't want those type of people in our business because that stuff get passed down. And most of all, we're going to heal in terms of black Americans. We're going to heal from this Willie Lynch mentality, which is a slave mentality, because I want to make sure that none of my members never have to endure such foolishness I went through just for trying to start a positive business in the black community. When I come to Africa, I mean, like I say, I, before I cut and run, we're going to get this thing started here in Chicago. And why Chicago? Because God called me to um, get it started here. And if people, I would say people of faith, if they would read the book of Ezekiel 37, when it talks about the valley of dry bones, yes, the devil has a stronghold here in the city of Chicago, a lot of corruption, a lot of killings that's taking place in our inner cities. But God told me to bring this business and, and, and establish it in those high crime gang and drug invested infested communities and work with those black families that want more out of life. Over here, my brother, we're raising the bar. So like I say, I'm going to run my Christian business the way I run my home, and that's going to be drama-free. So we're going to get our stuff together. We're going to work with our African immigrants so that they can heal from that colonized mindset. Because a lot of them, when they come here, they think that they make it. To, they made it in heaven, and you know they want to look down on African culture, and that's not what we're about. We don't want to. We want to embrace our African culture over here in this business and come against that colonized mindset so we can heal and learn how to get along. And those that want to continue to live in America, that's fine on them. You know, Black Americans been marching and protesting for 60 years, begging the white supremacist financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality. Over here, you know, we're not um, going to be begging. We're working with um, people that's going to that's why I call it grassroots, where we're working with people that want more out of life, bottom line. And as for me and my house, I can't speak for other Black Americans. As for me and my house, I want to claim my ancestral homeland, which is Africa. When we come to Africa, we want to come there to help solve social problems in Africa. Okay, for example, like I say, we want to hit uh, South Africa first. So uh, they have a problem with something called um, load shedding. That's, you know, rolling blackout. So we want to help solve those issues as well as maybe um, water filtration. So in exchange for our talents, you know, we want citizenship. So we're going to talk to, you know, um, the, a the ANC there, the government, and let them know that, you know, that's our purpose for coming here. And we want uh, citizenship in exchange for our talents. And we want to do that throughout those other African nations that I spoke of, including Nigeria. Yeah. And yeah. also, you know, I'm not trying to make, you know, trying to, um, I, I want this whole thing is about having our youth, giving them an opportunity 
to um, use their talents and skills in this business. So we're going to teach uh, young, um, I'm going to say black Americans slash young Africans how to create nonprofits as well as how to create for-profit businesses. And we're going to support them. So that, awesome. that's, it. that's all I'm saying. All I'm asking for is I'm just trying to connect with um, like-minded people. This is why I created yeah. my this yeah. platform. You know, get my message out there loud and clear to those who will heed and listen. Because yeah. I, I don't have time to sit up here on, on my show. I don't want to sit up here and just debate, complain yeah. about the white man, complain about the government. We we with with that over here. Yeah, we solutions and solving issues. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's all I'm trying to do, brother. That's right. That's right. I, I, I tell you, I really buy into your idea. And, um, you know, you know, like I said, a lot of things I wanted to ask, like, um, uh, but I tell you the truth, you've answered virtually everything I wrote down here. Like, like asking what um the Christ, the business is all about, like asking who, um, how do you, do you intend to achieve this? Like asking what we ask the people stand to gain, you know, a time came in the life of Jesus as a leader where his disciple came and asked him, ah, master, you have been doing this, you have been doing that. What do we stand to gain? Every man will like to know what he stands to gain. And I tell you the truth, you answered it already. I tell the truth, you answered it already. Oh, okay. I wanted just, just a moment, uh, man of God. I just want to mention though, this is again, we're not trying to copycat other people's other yeah. organizations that's out there. This is based on my experience, this uh, business, because that's just how it is. The Lord, because I used to um, do street ministry and I used to pass out bologna sandwiches. Um, I would say cheese sandwiches. And I thought I was doing something, you know, and, and I would say I had an encounter with Jesus slash Yahshua. He told me that was fine, but he said that wasn't what he called me to do because all that That's was right. doing was just putting a Band-Aid on an open wound. He wants me That's to right. create a business, this business that I just I'm talking about, and that's going to um, put stitches into that open wound so that way you can stop bleeding. Yeah. So that's what we want to do over here. But that's again, awesome. we have to separate ourselves from you know, uh, the enemy within, people that want to undermine us, people that want to have us focusing on other issues. We want to solve Black issues here in America. And when we come to Africa, we want to solve African issues and work with uh, other like-minded people that want to work with us. Now, I do want to mention non-Black sympathizers, they're welcome to join us, not as groups, but, but as individuals, because we're going to screen people. So yeah. when we have that physical building, my brother, um, we're going to have mandatory orientation. So we want people to sign that com uh, community pledge that they in agreement with this. We also want them to um, pass our criminal background check because, again, we want to separate ourselves from, you know, criminals that want to bring us down. Yeah, We don't want those kind of people. And if I find out if we have them, we're going to expose them and kick them out. And yeah. um, we want their thumb, people's thumbprint in our database so that way people are on the up and up. Hey, I'm on the up and up. I'm not corrupt. We don't want corruption in here. And so if we yeah. find out somebody's trying to rip us off or, you know, trying to bring down the business, we're going to um, put that person on that Judas list. Yeah. And yeah. they will be barred for life. And we may yeah. take legal action against such persons, too. 
That's how I yeah. get down. That's how come yeah. a lot of black Americans don't want to fool with me. Yeah. 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 That's that's very okay. I'm just like saying, because I'm not associating myself with no hardened criminal, and that's real. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said earlier, from everything you said, you know, the Bible said that from their from the fruit, from their fruit, from their fruit you shall know them. So I really have heard you. And um, I, 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 like I said earlier, you've really answered everything here, but I will end up with this one. Um, I want to encourage, like I said earlier, for those that will be listening to me, I'm a Nigerian. My name is Zoe. My name is Joseph Thomas. And um, I also stand to represent Africa. You know, um, in the World Cup, for example, they have the World Cup, the whole country is playing to win a cup. Um, now, when um, at first every man will side his country, I will side Nigeria for Nigeria to win. He will side the United States for them to win. Um, a Ghanaian will side Ghana for Ghana, Ghana for the Ghanaians to win. Um, a, a South African will side his people. But as the match begins to go on, then suddenly um, Nigerian is kicked out of the match. Um, Ghanaians are kicked out of the, of the mat, they remain in South Africa. You, you're going to see that every African that is kicked out will now start supporting South Africa because South, we now, we will now like, wow, South Africa is in the mat. Everybody will start supporting South Africa. Um, because we are not of the Western world, we are Africans. So we'll start supporting South Africa. I'll start fighting and trying to win. Then you that is in um, America, for example, America is kicked off. Then this is the time you start supporting South Africa because you are an African uh, American. So you start supporting because we become one. So what I'm trying to say in essence is, guys, I want us to support him. If you're a Nigerian here, if you're a Ghanaian, if you're South Africa, if you're from Zimbabwe, if you're from Zambia, our skin is one. <laughs> and, um, and some of you, I tell you, you may be white in skin, but I tell you inside, you are black. And we are not really racist to say um, from everything he, he has been saying is the mindset having the mindset to impact, whether you're white, whether you're black, whether you're red, if you have the mindset to impact, because all he's trying to bring is liberation and freedom. That is what I see. And getting you to a knowledge where you know yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Bible says that my own people will perish because of lack of wisdom. And what I see is that um, uh, Mr. Emmanuel here wants to bring us to this place, you know, in Nigeria. And those of you that are in Africa, um, and I've seen a couple of some documentary in America, we have what they call rights. And so many people don't know their rights. And that is why I was talking to some certain folk. In Nigeria, you can be molested by police officers if you don't know your right, because they know a typical black man will not open the book. Somebody wrote, wrote something. He said, he said, if you want to hide money or you want to hide riches or you want to hide good things from an African, he said, hide it inside of a book. They will never find it. Hide good things inside of a book. They'll never find it. That's to say... No, um, everything good is encoded in knowledge, but a typical black man will never go for knowledge. 
give a black man knowledge and give him, bribe him. He will go for the bribe. So what I see Mr. Emmanuel trying to do here is to bring us to a consciousness and knowledge of who we are and what we can achieve. And I tell you, if we can get this knowledge, I tell you, the sky is even our starting point, not our limit. So I'm trying to encourage every um, black American. I'm trying to encourage every African. I'm trying to encourage everybody to buy into this idea. He's um, making... Um, um, regenerating money here is not for a greedy purpose. You could hear what he wants to do. He's regenerating it even for our own use and consumption and, and for our own lifting. So I'm here to put even my integrity on stake. And I tell you the truth, um, he's on the right path. I tell you the truth, I bought into the idea and I'm willing to work with this man. So you are once more welcome and I want to thank you for joining this broadcast. I hope to have you another time. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless. Hold on, my brother. Before you go, I do want to mention this too. Okay. To okay. you and to my audience. Now, again, if Black Americans, those that want to stay here and quote unquote fight, because again, they've been marked, our people have been marching and protesting for 60 years, begging the white supremacist financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality. And they still, we still don't have that. Hmm. What I'm saying is, all I want us to do is, you know, I'm do the best that we can to improve the inner cities here in the city of Chicago. West side, first Austin, Garfield Park, North Lawndale, and then somewhere on the south side. And then hopefully that can be a model, just like, again, like McDonald's, that it could, you know, become a franchise. That's what I hope hmm. pray. But again, um, my brother, I don't want to sit up here and be doing this another 32 years. I'm going to pass this um, business over to, you know, qualified black middle class professionals. That's going to help me run it. And I want to take it to South Africa first, like I was saying, to do our second film. Our second film is called um, African Liberator, Battle Against the Colonized Mindset. And so in that film, I want to teach our um, South African brothers and sisters, but, you know, to not look at, um, I would say, Nigerians, um, Africans from Mozambique or any other African nation as foreigners that, you know, work together. Because after all, it's the white supremacist financial elites that still run a majority of the, um, the, the, the economy. And in order to get back that our rifle land, we have to work together to get that. And so in my next film, we're going to um, teach or we're going to um, promote that part in terms of getting reparations so we can get South Africa back into the rightful hands of black South Africans. That's what we're going to do over there. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's what, that's what um, my mission is. I'm not yeah. on you just to be running off at the mouth. That's not the kind of guy I am. I want other people to be involved in this, that we do more than just focus on just the pie in the sky. We're going to also focus on solving social issues. Um, this is, I'm, I just have to go there. This is a Christian socialist organization. Um, all I'm saying is that we believe in Jesus Christ and all, all the uh, basics but again, we want to have balance. We're not just going to just focus on the pie in the sky. God called Jesus, Yahshua, 
Yashua called me to um, help make Africa a great continent again, because it was always great, but you know, it was the white supremacist financial elites that came there and destroyed it. That's why you're having all those social problems in the first place. And if you read the book of Luke chapter two, verse one, the first white supremacist was Caesar Augusta. Yes, that wasn't from God. That was from him. He's the one that thought that it was his job to colonize people. And I know I'm not focusing on what happened in India and all that stuff. I focus on what happened to black people, Africans. So we got to come out of that stuff. We have to reject that stuff. And that's what we're going to do in this business. Thank you all for listening. Um, again, if you're on my friends list, make arrangements with me to come on the show. You can, if, if you have a, um, a business or if you have a small ministry, you're welcome to make arrangements with me to come on here to promote your business and your ministry on here because I want to share that. That's that's what I want to do. I want to share this type of pie. I want to, in my real business, I want to share that um, with people who have small businesses or small ministries, they can promote it uh, in our business. But we're going to charge a small fee because, you know, um, we got to pay the bills. Yeah. But bottom line, uh, we're going to um, have rental space for, P for our members and students, you know, for them to start their own businesses. And we want to make sure that everybody is successful. Those under my leadership, I want to make sure that you become um, a middle class, um, like have a middle class lifestyle. I'm not up here trying to run game one people. I want to teach people how to use their money wisely. And I mm. want to make sure all of my members benefit. That's all. Mm. And if those that's not part of us members, we pray for them. We show them tough love and we keep it moving. Because everybody, you know, I mean, everybody don't want, don't have ambition. And those type of people we want to separate ourselves from. Mm. Um, man of God, I would like for you to do the honors if you don't mind. Can you please uh, pray to close it out? Uh, and also, uh, whenever you feel led about coming on this um, podcast, feel free to do so. All right. Um because of the time um, differences, I think this is 12, 12 a.m. right about now. Uh, I guess you guys should be at about 6, 12, 6, 12 p.m. right about now. No, it's 5, um, it's 5, okay, uh, 12. Okay, okay. That is, that is um, 7 hours difference. Okay. Uh, yeah, formally it was 6 hours. Maybe the time changed. Um, I will, we are going to work it out and we are going to fix a time that's going to suit you guys over there and suit us over here. And I promise you, I have some little, little channels. Even on WhatsApp, I'm going to um, invite you one of these days to come have a section with them because I do invite people because this is what every man that has a mind to impact will buy into. And as far as you are alive, one of the things God wants you to do is to impact because one of the things God will ask you when you go to meet him is how much of an impact or how much of the gift he has given you, you have used on earth. You know, it is not all about passing through the earth. 
you could also put your name in the sands of time. And some of us, God created all of us, but the Bible said many are called, but it is few that are chosen. So not everybody will start up a move. Some people are created to follow other people. Some people are created to follow Moses. Not everybody will be the Moses. Not everybody will be the Jesus. Some will be the disciples of Jesus. God may give the vision to a man, then will support the man. And from there, God can call you to. And there are certain things that you may want to do, but God wants you to just learn, learn. That was why Timothy would follow Paul. If you look at the Bible, Joshua would follow Moses. Um, um, if you look at the people, Lester Somra will follow Catherine Kuhlman and the rest of all these people. Um, and you could see the, the thing Martin Luther King did everywhere you hear his name and there are people that followed him and they are still fighting because of why he, he deposited something on them before he left. So I promise you, sir, I'm going to have you come talk to my people because I know um, this is a lifetime opportunity. Once more, I want to appreciate you, sir, for having me on your channel. And I pray in the name of Jesus. Okay, okay. Say what you want to say before I pray. Yes, sir. Tell my listeners how they can find you on Facebook, please. All right, all right, Mike. All right, all right. Like the name is okay. I'm gonna drop a comment. Um, I'm gonna drop a comment right about now. My name on Facebook is Joseph. Um, you will see Zoe Joseph um, Thomas. Okay, I'm typing it right about now. I, I just hope they can see it. On the comment section. Just well, like, what you want to do, you can put it in the um in that chat. Because we have okay. a chat room too. Yeah. See? All right. I, I just did something like that now. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Joseph. J-O-S-E-P-H. Sorry, you can find me on Zoe Z O E. Mm -hmm. Then Joseph J O S E P H then Thomas T H O M A S. You just type it, you're gonna see me. I'm a minister. I I, I give life for a living. And that's my bio. I impact life for a giving. You can't um, encounter me as I encounter God and your life remains the same. So very quickly, I just want to thank God for this privilege. And I yes. pray that this vision will not die. We no. ask for more grace. Just like the scripture, Mr. Emmanuel quoted Ezekiel chapter number number. Number 37, the Bible said yes. that and he was taken to the valley of many dry bones and these bones were very dry. Then God asked him to prophesy. And the Bible said bones that were very dry, they became mighty army. Now, this vision is looking like something that is very dry. It's looking like something that there is no hope. But God has raised a man like a Ezekiel called Emmanuel and God has raised him up to raise this bone and turn them into armies. Listen to me. Every military man is trained. Every military man is trained for war. But I tell you, these bones, the Bible does not talk about them being trained. The Bible said after Ezekiel spoke, they bycott those prot protocols and processes and they became armies. I tell you, anything God raises, however God raises them, becomes the best. 
they were not trained, but they became mighty armies. So God has raised you, Mr. Emmanuel. All I pray for you is grace so that you can lead your people. And because of the pure heart you are having, I pray for the right people to, to be channeled to you in the name of Jesus. And so many that are binding to this idea, I pray for you that... Um, just because you have come to support him, may the Lord support you and with men to support you in the name of Jesus. God bless you all. Have a nice time ahead in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, sir. Okay, no problem. In Jesus' name. And that's going to conclude our show for this evening. Thank you all. Peace and blessings. Blessings, 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 blessings.